I always say there's the pain of purpose and the pain of regret. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. This is the Monday Mindset. My name is Barry Overton. I'm going to be your host today, and I'm excited to be here with you today. Where Our topic today is something that is really close to me in regards to helping people grow and develop not only in business, but also in life. And that's understanding seasons and understanding that your current season is preparing you for your best season that's coming along. And I want to share a few things that I've experienced in regards to that uh, through life. And I want to use an analogy that you may be familiar with. Right now, we're in that that limbo state where there's, there's baseball going on, but there's no basketball, there's no football, but we're getting excited. Uh, for football. If you're a football fan, we're getting excited because that season is coming and we get excited for the preseason. But I want you to think about preseason for a second. See, preseason, the the objective in preseason for football players or basketball players, it's not to win. It's it's fine tuning. It's working on your craft. It's becoming better in those, uh, those areas that you need to improve at. And if you think from a standpoint of a preseason in football, see, there's there's about usually about three games that you're playing and you're figuring out who are going to be your your best players that you're going to move forward with. Well, I want you to think about preseason in in your business or preseason when you're setting a goal in life uh, for yourself. These are those areas where, again, you're you're starting something new. You're starting something fresh, even if it's a new year of being in real estate, say 10 years, and you start a new year, you got a preseason mode because you probably have new goals that you've set for this new year. So there's going to be a learning curve. There's going to be some trial and error along the way. So we all go through a preseason, say, in our business or when we're going after our goals. So in that moment, just like in the NFL, just like in in basketball, they don't take the losses so seriously. They take them as an opportunity to to learn from the losses to get better. Now, then you advance into the regular season. This is where it does get a little bit more serious because, again, the losses, now they count. They count to to making it to the pinnacle because, see, the the ultimate prize in, in the NFL is the Super Bowl and becoming a Super Bowl champion. And if you rack up too many losses in the regular season, you won't get to the postseason. So now here it is. Once we're in the regular season, things are getting a little bit more serious. That fine tuning that you were you you were doing in the preseason is now coming into place of being, you know, you're saying, okay, this is our best 53 uh, players that we're putting on the field. We're running for the Super Bowl uh, in this moment. And here's the thing I want you to take away from that though. Don't still, don't take it so seriously because I can tell you in the history of the NFL, I think we're close to a hundred years of history in the NFL. All those years, there's only been one team in one season that went undefeated. 
the entire season. So the fact of the matter is, I think NFL players go into a season with a, a reality of knowing that, yeah, we want to go undefeated and not lose a game. But the reality of it is we may lose a game. We may lose five games, but we can still get to our goal of becoming Super Bowl champions. In your season, your regular season, when you're building your business or running towards your goals, there's going to be losses. But like I said, it's about how you take them. I don't look at I, I, W's and L's. I got wins and lessons, not wins and losses, because I take a lesson. I learn from the mistakes to become better for the next time that I'm I'm going after that goal. So again, in that postseason, you just want to rack up enough wins, excuse me, the regular season, you just want to rack up enough wins that get you to the postseason. Now, let's talk about the postseason of your business. This is where it's the playoffs. It's, uh, you know, you, you win or you go home. And it, it's all on the line in the playoffs. And it's in that moment that you are, you again, you have fine-tuned in the preseason. You have worked out all the kinks in the postseason. You are putting your best product forward at that, at that point in time. And this is where, again, the winners are going to really shine. Now, I want you to think about it from the standpoint of the NFL or the NBA, baseball, whatever the case may be. There's only one winner. There's only one champion that hoists the trophy at the end. But whether it's life, whether it's business, whatever it may be, there can be multiple winners. So you're not competing with your fellow real estate agents. You're not competing with people on their goals. Who you're competing with is the person that you were last year. You just want to be better than you were the year before. You want to see more success, more victories for yourself than you saw the uh, the previous year. And measuring that and being able to, to realize, man, I've made big strides. That's where success, that's where, again, your best season has now become a reality. Now, what I want you to think about in your, your best season, I was talking about your current season, where you are right now is preparing you for your best season. Now, let's say you go through every all the preseason, postseason, uh, and now you're in this moment. Guess what? You are in your current season once you get to that moment and preparing yourself for yet another best season. So you see there's levels to your growth, and it's going to be constant and consist, uh, consistent along the way that you're just going to see yourself becoming better and better over time. So what I want to do uh, with you over the, the next uh, 20 minutes or so, I'm going to give you six fundamental principles that I've used for success personally and professionally uh, that have helped me to be able to grow um, in life and in business. The first one I want to tell you about is the process, the process of success, the process of becoming better. Number one, you have to enjoy the process. I like to say fall in love with the process because you can't you can't get better. You can't do set a goal and it just overnight happens. There's a process to it. So if you have to go through the process, you should enjoy the process. See, we live in a day and time now where we talk about the hustle. We talk about I'm grinding. Well, you don't want the grinding that you do to become 
a grind. And what I mean by that, again, I, I've heard people t- refer to their job as, man, it's a grind. Uh, or sometimes people even referring to their business as it's a grind. That's not a positive way of using that word grind. And so when you look at it from that standpoint, now it's become something that you don't enjoy, that you're not in love with. And I can tell you, it, it is hard to be successful as something that you are not passionate about. So enjoying the process and then trust the process. So you got to understand, just like I was talking about the, the preseason, regular season, postseason, all part of the process, all a part of your growth over time. Understanding that there's going to be wins and losses, there's going to be setbacks, uh, there are going to be things that challenge you, there are going to be things that make you want to quit, but you have to understand this is a part of the process. I'm trusting it, I'm believing in it. And sometimes the process does not move as fast as we would like for it to move. So I want to give you this analogy of the, the Chinese bamboo tree. is when you plant the seed for the Chinese bamboo tree, it has to be watered constantly, usually on a daily basis, it has to be watered. And it takes five years, five years before the roots have have, uh, set in and the tree starts to break the surface, It, it breaks through the ground. Five years of watering and not seeing any results. But once it breaks through the ground, because those roots that you can't see have been getting entrenched into the soil and have created such stability, the tree grows to 90 feet in three months. 90 feet in three months. I want you to think about that for a second. So did it did it take three months to grow 90 feet or did it take five years and three months to grow 90 feet? And you know, you know the answer. It's five years and three months because it was a part of the process. And you have to trust it even when you don't see the results, even when you don't see the success that you're hoping for immediately or within a matter of what you're thinking it should be. You have to continue to trust the process and know that it's coming. The second principle is belief. That's belief in you and belief in your ability to achieve your goal. What I mean by belief is knowing that not not just hoping and not just wishing for for a goal. Uh, I'm you know I, I right here on my cup I have it says dream. I am the consummate dreamer, and I tell you that I dream, but I dream with a, a conviction behind it. I dream with belief. I the dreams that I have. I don't just say, oh, man, it would be great if that would happen. No, I, I dream. And then the next thing is, OK, how are we going to make this happen? Because I have so much belief in myself. And this was something that was built over time. And I can tell you, my my greatest tool for building belief was affirmations and constantly doing affirmations, writing them down in the morning, writing them down in the evening and reading them throughout the course of the day. Uh, This is something that I learned from my favorite book, Think and Grow Rich, uh, was to, again, uh, to write your affirmations and and, uh, stay um, stay true to those affirmations, because 
over the course of time, see, I'm going to go into this briefly, but there's the conscious mind. The conscious mind is what we're in right now, what allows you to listen to me, process what it is that I'm saying. But then we have the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is that part of our mind that's constantly thinking, constantly coming up with ideas, constantly at work. The conscious mind, when we go to sleep, the conscious mind sleeps. The subconscious mind never sleeps. So your dreams, they come from the subconscious mind. Have you ever noticed that sometimes your dreams come to you and they're in the form of the things that have been heavy on your conscious mind? Well, that's again, because the subconscious mind never sleeps. And now it's uh, taking what you have fed to it through the subconscious mind and creating something in your head around it. So what if you're creating positive thoughts? What if you're creating positive affirmations? We've heard of Rosetta Stone. We've heard through Rosetta Stone that you can learn how to speak Spanish in your sleep. Because again, if you're playing the recording of Spanish that's being you know, said and translated into English, it is believed that you can learn how to, to, to some Spanish words through that. Well, guess what? The one voice that your, your subconscious mind hears every day, all day, is your voice. What if you put your affirmations into a recording? This is something that I've done for years, and I constantly say them to myself overnight on a loop in regards to being able to say my affirmations. So that's a big tool in regards to belief and, and how I go about, you know, substantiating, how I went about substantiating belief for myself and keeping that belief at a very high level. Now, so we're talking positive. Let's talk about uh, number three, the negative thinking, the negative people that come into your life. One of the things that, that has become very important, as you can see, what I'm feeding to my mind and feeding negativity is something that I said, you know what, I can't put my place in, I, I can't position myself where I'm receiving negativity. I can't uh, position myself where my mind is taking in negativity. So it's always been important to me that I'm always on guard in regards to the information that I'm receiving. And uh, allowing uh, negative thoughts to take over my mind will take me down a negative pathway. So don't let negative and toxic people take rent in your mind. I always say there are no vacancies for negativity. So always keeping positive thoughts, positive affirmations going. I can tell you my, my journey into um, personal development, it started at the age of 40. So almost uh, 15 years ago, um, I started the that whole process. I was a police officer. I spent uh, my total 26 years in law enforcement, but many of those years, I realized that the job that I did caused me to become very jaded. I always tell people, no one calls the police when things are great in their life. They call when they're the worst. So you're constantly dealing with negative situations. So by doing that, I realized that I became very jaded myself. And I didn't like how it made me feel physically. I didn't like how it was playing out in, in business opportunities that were coming along and life situations that were, were going on. And so I needed to make a change in regards to that. And I started constantly listening to personal development. 
And we'll talk a little bit more about that, who you're listening to, who you're reading here in just a minute. But by doing that, when negative conversations started to go on around me, I put headphones on so I could only feed the conscious mind with positive thoughts and positive words. So again, keeping the negative people out of your mind, don't allow them to to take up space uh, in your mind. And the fourth area, you know, I want you to think of, um, I, I'll, I like to share like this, stop making excuses. And I want you to think about this for a second. So when when we're going after a goal, there's a choice that has to be made. There has to be a decision that you make because see, excuses and successful results cannot coexist in the same space. You get one or the other. You know, and a lot of times we think of excuses as reasons. There's a, a significant difference between an excuse and a reason. I'm going to share that with you here um, in just a second. But I want you to get into a place where you are asking yourself, did I just make an excuse as to why I didn't achieve this? Or is this a reason? And when it's a reason, you will you will see that it will help you to grow. I want to give you an example. I, I have a um, and this is something that I had to look at for myself and realize that it was a, an issue uh, for me to a certain degree. Um, I am constantly running 10 minutes late. I will probably be 10 minutes late because I'm doing this today. I got a 10 o'clock meeting. I'll probably be 10 minutes late today, but it's for a good reason. All right. Uh, and I'll tell people the reason why I'm late. But what I realized is I was making a lot of excuses as to why I was late. And one of them, you know, again, if I get out, I'm headed to a meeting, I run into traffic and I realize oh, I'm going to be late and I make a phone call or I send a text message. Hey, I'm sorry, but I'm about 10 minutes late. That's an excuse. Uh, or I can say I'm 10 minutes late because of traffic. Um, that's an excuse. The traffic is the excuse. The reason that I'm late is because I didn't leave the house early enough. I didn't prepare for there to be potentially to be traffic that was going to slow me down. That's the reason that I'm late. See, the excuse I put that on someone else or something else, another circumstance. I put that on the traffic. I don't I don't take any responsibility for it. But when I look at the reason, that's all my responsibility. And see the traffic, the next time I go out tomorrow, I, if I use the same excuse, that's a, uh, something I have no control over. But the reason I have every bit of control over because I can say, OK, yesterday I was 10 minutes late today. I will be on time because I'm leaving 30 minutes earlier than I need to because I'm factoring in the fact that there may be traffic, there may be an accident. So we do the same thing really in our business as well. And again, when we're we're having setbacks that that keep us from from being able to achieve the goal, um, and if we're we're telling ourselves, well. I didn't get that listing because they knew the other agent better than they knew me. Or ask some questions, ask some questions of the client and maybe find out I didn't get that listing because I didn't have the information that they asked for in regards to certain questions. 
Uh, I didn't know about their neighborhood as good as the other agent did. So it lets me know this was on me. I need to make sure that next time I go into a listing appointment that I know everything there is to know about the neighborhood. I know what the comps are throughout the neighborhood. Uh, I share with them you know, the numbers, the statistics. I put together a great listing presentation. So again, I'm using now the reason so that I can get better because with an excuse, I can't get better and I can't go to my best season by using excuses. So stop using excuses. Number five, this is um, one that's always been near, near and dear to me, and that's mentorship. Mentorship, I think, is probably the key area of growing. And Tony Robbins has a quote where, you know, he says, you know, if you want to become successful, find someone that has achieved the results that you want to achieve and copy what they do until you achieve the same results. I love that. And I love this, the fact that his quote literally says copy, because I want you to think about it for um, the, the time that we went through elementary, middle school, high school, college, to copy someone else's paper, to be a copycat, um, it, you know, it, it's a it's failure. You would get an F for copying someone. But I can tell you in business and in life, we should be copying. There's a blueprint that has been set for success in a particular area. We find the person that has the blueprint for the success that we're looking for and follow that blueprint. So see, it's okay to be a copycat as long as you're copying the right cat. Um, but And, and take out of the, your thinking that, okay, I shouldn't be doing this because I'm copying someone else. And I always, I like to give a caveat to that of, yes, Copy the, the behavior, copy the process, but make it your own, make it genuine to you. But as long as you're following the principles that created that success, you will have that, that same success. And so don't be afraid to, to find mentorship. Another thing I like to share in regards to mentorship is I've experienced this. I've mentored a lot of people. And what I've learned is everyone wants to be mentored but not everyone, uh, excuse me, everyone wants a mentor, but not everyone wants to be mentored. And what I mean by that is we all want someone that has been successful to take us by the hand, show us the blueprint to their success so that we can follow it. But I can tell you, when you're in a certain place in life and you've done things a certain way, you have to be open to getting uncomfortable doing whatever your mentor tells you to do. And some of those things may be uncomfortable, but here's the thing, is that uncomfortable piece, that's where the growth happens. That's where it takes you from where you're currently comfortable at to this whole new level that you never experienced. And I have found that many people have reached out to me to be mentored. And once I tell them the things that they need to do, and then I'm holding them accountable for doing them, they don't do them and they make excuses and they disappear. They go into the witness protection program. I can't find them anymore because they're not answering my calls or, or responding to my emails. So like I said, everyone wants mentorship, but not everyone wants to be mentored. So you have to go into mentorship with the mindset 
And this is, I tell every mentor that I take on, I say, if you tell me to run through a brick wall, I'm going to just ask, can I, can, with a helmet or no helmet? Which way? You know, because if I can do it with a helmet, I'll do it with a helmet. But if you tell me no, hey, let's go. Because I believe in that mentor enough and see the success that they have, that I'm going to do whatever they tell me to do. And I'm not going to question it. I'm just going to do it. So again, from a mentorship standpoint, uh, find that person that has had the success that you're looking for and then follow the instructions. All right. The last one that I want to give you with all of these, they kind of come down to this last one. And that's through this process that you're trusting and that you're enjoying and the belief that you have and the and, and taking away the negative thinking and and um, removing excuses and taking away the or, or bringing in a mentorship through that process. Number six is never give up. Never give up. The only true pathway uh, to failure is quitting. All right. So you're going to get things wrong. You're going to have setbacks. You're going to have losses. Turn the losses, like I said, into lessons, but never give up. Along the way, the challenges will, will, will rise so big that you feel overwhelmed and you want to give up. I can tell you, uh, one of the things for me, I always say there's the pain of purpose and the pain of regret. There's two different types of pain there. The pain of purpose is pushing through the challenges. When you have a goal that you're going after and you are pushing through all of these painful situations, struggles, things that are uncomfortable that you're having to do, that's the pain of purpose that you're working in. But eventually that pain will subside. But see, the pain of regret, the pain of regret is when you quit on something and you spend years. I spent 20 years because I quit on my dream of playing in the NFL. I quit on it in my junior year in high school because of injuries for physical pain. I, I quit on it and I gave up. And I spent 20 years asking myself, what if? I spent 20 years of having relationships with uh, NFL Hall of Famers. I have friends that are NFL Hall of Famers that played for for multiple teams and grew up in the same era that I did. And I, if I would have pursued my dream, my thinking was, what if, would I have been on their team? Well, we've been Super Bowl champions. I have friends that are Super Bowl champions. And so that was a painful regret. But I tell you, the one lesson I learned from that is I'll never have that happen to me again in anything that I do. Because 20 years of living with a pain like that, I said, you know what? There's nothing else I'll ever quit on because I never want to ask myself, what if? So never give up on those goals. I mean, if it's if it's something that you were passionate about in the beginning, you find the way to continue to stay passionate about it because you don't want to put your play, yourself in a place where years down the road, you're asking yourself, man, if I would have just stuck with it, what could have happened for me? What kind of life would I've lived? What kind of life would I made for, for my children? Don't put yourself in that position. Never give up. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, that's those are those six areas that I really wanted to, to be able to touch on and give you, you know, this pathway to success. And on that pathway, there are going to be forks in the road. And I want you to understand with those forks in the road, 
You got to make a decision. You're going to have to go left. You're going to have to go right. Sometimes you're going to make you you go to the 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 left and you make a decision and it's not the right decision. Well, guess what? You can go back and now go to the right, but don't give up. Don't get caught in that place of thinking, man, this was a bad move for me. Um, maybe I'm not cut out for this. Don't have the self-doubt. Continue to believe in yourself as you go through the process and realize that there's going to be trial and error. But see, trial and error coupled with the wisdom that you get along the way is going to eventually guide you to the success that you were always looking for. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it has been a pleasure to be here with you. And I, I look forward to our next meeting with this. Take this Monday mindset. Hopefully it, it helps to ignite something into your spirit right now that takes you to another level in your life and in your business. Thanks everyone for being here. Have a great day. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.